This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. What Sri Lanka needs more than anything else at the moment is unity. The government and the people must be on the same page for things to progress. If not, the policies will fail. And why is it Sri Lanka? Any government, any government policy, in fact, requires unity. Take Europe, for instance. Russia is waging a war in their backyard, but Europe cannot decide how to respond. There is a lack of unity on most issues, on sending weapons, on buying Russian oil, on rationing energy. Every European member, European Union member, has its own agenda. Normally, this wouldn't be a problem. Countries do put their self-interest above morals and principles. But the EU does not have that luxury. We're talking about 27 countries tightly bound together. They use a common market, a common currency, and common legal frameworks. So disunity in the European Union is not a setback. It is fatal. I'll give you some examples. This week, the European Commission unveiled a proposal to ration energy. Every country must reduce gas consumption by 15%. That's the proposal. But member states are pushing back. At least 12 countries are opposing this proposal, 12 out of 27. Among them is Spain. Listen to what their energy minister said, and I'm quoting. We will defend European values, but we won't accept a sacrifice regarding an issue that we have not even been allowed to give our opinion on. So Spain says they were not consulted, which is fair criticism, but that's not the real reason behind their opposition. You see, only 10% of Spain's gas comes from Russia, only 10% of their supply. 34% comes from the US, 25% from Algeria, and 14% from Nigeria. So Spain is not really affected by Russian gas cuts. Hence the opposition. Not our gas, not our problem. Poland has also refused to support this 15% cut. Do you know why? Because they have stored enough gas. Poland has filled their storages to 98% capacity. By winter, it could increase even more. So their government is not open to rationing. They have enough gas for the upcoming winter. Poland's neighbor Hungary is also opposing the proposal, but their reason is entirely different. Hungary's gas storage is at 47% capacity, which means they will struggle in the winter. But instead of rationing energy, Hungary wants to buy more Russian gas. Their foreign minister visited Moscow today. He proposed buying 1 billion cubic meters of gas from Russia. First of all, I would like to talk about how to make Hungary's energy supply more secure in the coming months. This is one of the most important issues of our bilateral cooperation. And in the current international situation, the most important thing for us is to ensure Hungary's energy security. Therefore, I would like to talk today and agree on increasing the volumes of gas already supplied to Hungary from Russia. How about that? Europe's plan is to gradually abandon Russian natural gas, but their member state Hungary is buying more of it. And frankly, they have a point. There is no actual shortage in the market. Russia is still producing the same quantity of gas. Their pipelines are still intact. Their contracts are still legal. So if Europe wants to, they can have a warm and comfortable winter. And that's what Hungary is doing. The only difference is they're doing it openly. Others are being more shady about it like Italy. Their largest oil refinery is located in Sicily. It is owned by Russia's Luke Oil. 
Now, last month, the European Union banned Russian oil. They agreed to stop imports by the end of 2022. So Russia's oil sales to every European country came down, every country except Italy. Italy is receiving 400,000 barrels per day from Russia, almost four times the pre-invasion levels. Why is that? Because nobody is lending to the Sicily refinery. European banks don't want to do business with a Russian company. So what does the refinery do? They fall back on Russian oil. Before the invasion, this refinery was processing 15% of Russian crude. Now it's 100%. Another culprit is Estonia. All of a sudden, they're selling oil to Saudi Arabia, of all places. They ship three cargoes in the months of May and June. Compare that to the last two years. Estonia only shipped two cargoes in 2020 and 2021. Strange, isn't it? Do you know what's even stranger? Estonia does not even have a single oil refinery. So where exactly is this oil coming from? Experts say it's coming from Russia. Estonia bought 8 million barrels from Russia in the first five months of 2022. Now they're offloading it to Saudi Arabia. So much for EU solidarity. The fact is, European Union cannot decide how to take on Russia. Some members are not sure if they want to do it at all. Like French President Emmanuel Macron, he's hoping to repair ties with Russia one day. Perhaps when the war is over, whenever it's over. There's a similar statement in Germany and Italy, sentiment rather, in Germany and Italy. They want to support Ukraine, but they're not sure about taking on Russia. It's a sort of a paradoxical policy. The current gas crisis has exposed this faulty thinking. It has revealed how unsustainable the European experiment is. In fact, leave policy aside, just focus on the statements. Estonia's Prime Minister called Putin a habitual liar. French President Macron says, don't humiliate Putin. Such open differences make the European Union ineffective, a superpower in theory, a sitting duck in practice.